gastrology, urology, gynecology, oncology, neurology, zoology, sociology, psychology, anthropology. What's going on? You asked me to name all the ologies. <laughs> oncology. Um, I said oncology. Biology. The G. Physiology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, I was thinking of just doing originally. Like, originally, I was starting to think of just like different types of like doctors, okay. like studies of medicine, like oncology, urology, whatever. But um, it and like I got distracted. Anyway, it, let's. It sounded like you were doing a rap, like oncology. Yeah. This isn't the biology. Start, is it? Oh, it'll be the bit before, and then okay. it'll be some intro music, and then. Um... Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss, and I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Hello! Welcome to episode 56. We should do we should do a new jingle every single time. We really shouldn't. It took us like four hours to do the original jingle, and it's still not that good. Well, hold on. Let's. let's I mean, it's become well, good because on. of our massive cult following. Well, there's so many inaccuracies we need to figure. Out. Firstly, more than four hours. Secondly, <laughs> mostly me. You did very little. Uh, and uh, I wrote it. No, you didn't. I did. No, but like I performed it <laughs> <laughs> on my recording. Uh, uh, um, but also, uh, um, also cult following. Uh, it's, that's a dubious term as well. But welcome, fellow cult devotee, uh, a misfit, misfits, and uh, misters. That's that's the term we use for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can interchangeable. Interchangeable. But uh, Dan, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Matt. Uh, episode fifty-six. As always, I'm going to tell you some stuff about the number fifty-six. When you say as always, you mean for the last episode? Yeah. Fifty. <laughs> 56, Matt, you'll be interested to know from a mathematical term, because if there's one thing we love here on this podcast, it is... Maths. Maths. Man, we're good at maths. Very good at maths. Uh, 56 is a number that you get if you add up the first six consequential prime numbers. Mm. Get the number 56. What are those six consequential prime numbers, Matt? 56? I don't know know either. Uh, Something, 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 13, 17, something. Um... (laughs) 1956 was, of course, the year that uh, world population was 2.8 billion people. Are you making this up? No, I read them earlier and I just remembered them. Uh, Pretty good, 2.8 billion people. Doesn't that crazy to show how much the world has um, moved on since 1956? Uh, What was the... What song was in the charts for the longest in the year 1956, Matt? Um, this is really um, Hound Dog by Elvis Presley 1956 what number what country would I be calling if I put plus 56 at the beginning of a phone number (laughs) the UK of course is plus 44 what would plus 1 is obviously America plus 61 is of course Australia what's plus 56 is it like done on a ranking list? So if plus one is America, plus 56 is Australia, we're plus 44. So it's like a ranking not really I, I don't know how I actually don't know who designed what numbers Okay. Go in front of the things. But all I know is that plus 61 is Australia. Yep. I'm going to guess Ethiopia. No, it's uh, Chile, believe it or not. Chile. Chile, yes. Wait, so Dan, you did about 
a minute and a half research before doing this. Did you just remember all that? Yeah, it was all in my thing. Are you, you've got the mind of a serial killer, dude. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> I don't remember that much. I only reeled off like four things about the number yeah, of 1956. I struggle to remember. When I have to write down jokes and stuff like that, because I do write them, mm. uh, I... I I, off, I I do genuinely struggle trying to remember them. As well. I mean, like, oh yeah, what's that joke? It's a uh, oh yeah, tit joke. You know? yeah. Oh, and a fifty-six sided shape is called a telephone. Oh my god! Like this part really stresses me out. Cause like like yeah. Anyway, Dan, uh, I've got something. I've got a bone to pick with you. Got not not a bone to pick, but yeah, a bit of a bone to pick. Um, Dan, well, the thing is with this podcast, I'm quite. Uh, oh, right, I did it. Sorry. Okay, I didn't mean to. Did what? <laughs> The thing that you're about to complain about, I know what I did wrong, Matt. Um, I, I think we might be talking about different things. What what things? What thing are you talking about? The... I wrote shit car on your car that time. <laughs> That's a nice call, that. Nice callback, that. Nice, nice. nice. That handshake, well thank done, you, well done, you, well done. You. I love your callback. Oh my god, Dan Rose was funny in the podcast. <laughs> Continue, what were you going to, what's your point to pick? I, so, uh, talking about that... Shit content like that. Uh, we've had uh, we've had to scrape the barrel uh, of our lives sometimes for this podcast. Uh, some things are quite grand th- things we talk about, but sometimes we don't have a lot to talk about at the start of these podcasts. And I'm quite an honest person. I talk about my experiences quite a lot. But you you hold your cards quite closer to your chest. And uh, when we recorded last time, well, last time we met up to record, you you really dropped a clanger on me, which I did not know. Because Dan Rhodes, how did you not mention this before? But you are related to Jimmy Savile. I am related to Jimmy Savile, yes. How how did you how does that come out on the first episode, you know? Not the Jimmy Savile, a Jimmy Savile. Was right? this in the podcast we said this? No, when this is off air. Oh okay. I was gonna say I don't yeah. think I mentioned this. No, you, you mentioned this yeah. to me uh, off air. But this is this is gold! You like tell us more about it, man. Yeah, Jimmy Savile is my granddad. On which side? My mum's. Yes. Uh, Mum's maiden name is Savile. Did, did, did you not think this was newsworthy? This is very funny. Uh, this is this is testicle gate all over again. Like, why did you not mention this? Why not? Why didn't you tell me everything about you straight away? Yeah, sorry that I didn't tell you what my granddad was called. <laughs> so, did, was a lot of like jokes going around during that time? Not really, because he's a paedophile. <laughs> Wait, not my granddad. <laughs> Just to clarify, my granddad's called Jimmy Savile, but it's not the Jimmy Savile. Just a Jimmy Savile. It's just a Jimmy Savile. But I think that's quite funny, right? It's quite funny, yeah. Not anymore. But well, I suppose it's, it's still it's funny, still actually. Funny, yeah. it? It's always funny when people have, like, is the same name. Has there been any uh, genuine misunderstandings? Or Not really. Uh, and my mum is definitely going to complain about this if I don't mention it. And it's because Savile, I actually think her maiden name is spelt differently to Jimmy Savile. Okay. Would your mum mind us talking about this? No, okay. but she, I know if I didn't mention that they're spelt slightly differently, then she would be like, I just want to clarify that they're spelt differently. <laughs> you know, I've never met your mum, but does she no. speak like that? No. <laughs> and I think, it, I think she's spelt, I don't know how Jimmy Seville spells it, but I think mum's maiden name is different because she's double L. Oh man, she's going to kill me because, you know, my, me and my sister have, my, my dad spelt my mum's maiden name wrong, different, spelt them differently on my me and my sister's birth certificates. Really? Yeah, because I think he forgot. I think he put two. I think he put like too many L's in or too little L's in. Wow. The second row to forget a name, you know. Full disclosure: she's definitely going to text me or email us about that because she's going to get angry at the fact that I can't remember how to spell her maiden name. I always get confused how many L's are in it. D- don't know anyway, her first name. Uh, don't, yeah, know don't know her last name. first name. Don't know her last name. Uh, Dan, I've also. Um... We've also been busy recently. When we're together, we like to watch documentaries, don't we? 
We do, yes. What's the last thing we watched? Last thing we watched was Innocent Man. Yes, and what's it roughly about? Uh, about a man who... No, about two women who were killed in Ada, Oklahoma. Two years apart, 1976-1974. And then uh, various men are convicted yeah. of these crimes. And it turns out may not be the men that did it. It could be innocent. Could be innocent. Nice. Um yeah. Uh, also, how do you remember that and do a good summary like that? But for the for the myths that you do, like oh, back in the day, and it's like like this is kind of, that's uh, a lovely summary. Then well done. Uh, it's probably to do with that bang on the head I had when I was a kid. <laughs> are you making this up, or, are you, or is it more genuine trauma? Yeah. Oh my god, where am I? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Uh, I uh, had a dream last night that um, seeing as this episode is clearly about me. Uh, I had a dream the other day that um, I was on a beach, a really crowded beach. Uh, and it's fresh in my mind because it literally happened, obviously, this morning. Well, I remember it from waking up this morning. I woke up this morning after a dream. Anyway, what happened? I was on a beach. I think it was somewhere in the Mediterranean. I couldn't quite... I'd never been to this beach before, but it was definitely some kind of Mediterranean vibe. A woman in the dream approached me and gave me her baby. Wow. Uh, probably couldn't have been more than a few months old and said hey can you hold this baby for me and I was like yeah sure and I held the baby hold on Uh, so the the segue into this was uh, someone dropped me on my head please do not say this is where this is going (laughs) no no this has nothing to do with that I just (laughs) thank god okay carry on I just don't know why (laughs) because if that that was going to be dark (laughs) I just had a weird thought that I wanted to tell you about my dream yeah go on and I was holding this woman's baby on a very crowded beach and the baby like Started crying. I was like, oh, great. And I went to turn around and be like, excuse me, your baby's... And they'd gone. And then my dream was me with this crying baby walking around asking everyone. And I realised in the dream that I hadn't really paid attention to what the mum looked like. Yeah. So I'd just been like, yeah, sure. Thinking that she was... I don't know why I did that. And then I was like, oh, shit, I need to get... Excuse me, did you give me a baby? I had to ask people in the dream, like, hey, did you give me this baby? Excuse me, did you give me this baby? Excuse me, is this your baby? And they were like, oh, what the hell, dude? They don't even know whose baby that is. And I was like, yeah, it was a weird dream. Hey, hold on. Is that that Jimmy Savile's grandson? Uh, Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a baby as well. See, that's the kind of jokes you can make. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But so, what, what do you think that means for you? Well, that's what I want to discuss on this podcast, obviously, it's about... um, psychology um, I wanted to discuss uh, this podcast is about psychology right uh, yeah well yeah. It, to be honest it is about our it's really coming out um, I don't know what that means well, I think any experts I, please email in misspodcast at gmail.com I mean, what I'm, does that mean I'm not a psychologist but I think I can make a guess right I think it means clearly that you know you want to be a skier? I think that's, that's what yeah, it's saying. Now, I think, like, you know... Well, is it saying I, that I'm scared of charges? Is it saying that, like, maybe it was to do with anxiety, the idea no, that I was, like, no, put I, into a situation I didn't want to be in, and I was like, oh, shit, I've got to find my way out of this situation of finding this baby's mum. I'd say genuinely it's probably been more to do with the fact that you, you know, maybe you're ready for fatherhood, and maybe that's something that, even though if it sprang upon you at an inopportune time, maybe that's something that you'd be quite good at. By which I mm. mean, we're going to be adopting a baby. a baby. Yeah, a little yeah. Cecil. <laughs> I thought we could... No, because then he'd be Cecil Rhodes Hoss. Oh, no, he'd have to be Hoss Rhodes, wouldn't he? Hoss Rhodes, yeah. Cecil Hoss Rhodes. Cecil Hoss Rhodes, wow. That kid's going to get bullied. Um, <laughs> uh, also, when you're holding the baby, we're like, don't worry, <clears throat> I'll take you to sex and I'll... And, what, uh, take you to what? CEX. 
I'll take. Whoa, I thought that was going somewhere. I didn't want right, to go. I, was, I was trying to do a callback. But... Take a baby to sex. I was like, good God. <laughs> no, let's cut that bit. <laughs> I do a callback to Deep Blue Sea. And the oh, okay. Whoa. Deep Blue Sea. Oh, that... uh, anyway, another bit I was talking to you about, then you talk about your weird dream. This bit's going to be a tap on at the end, but yeah. we've already mentioned it go now. On. So, Dan, uh, you know my biggest claim to fame, right? Yep. That is. That you performed at the O2. Uh, I did do that, but my biggest claim to fame—you you know what? I'm... That you were in the Edinburgh Fringe. No, no, even better. You were in. You are oh, when you played Doctor Torsible in the. Don't talk about that because that hurts. <laughs> How about the time um, that defence lawyer David Rudolph followed me on Twitter from the staircase? That was a big deal. Actually, it was a that. big deal. However, we've gone legendary status now. It, this, this, what is a small podcast? What was a small podcast is now gone even bigger because. Uh, I'm the, in the innocent man. There's oh wow! That, I realise how far away we segued from that. Yep, so. Yeah, because that that whole yeah that whole baby bit really really put uh, what's supposed to be a snappy anecdote was uh, turned to be a, a philosophical thing, if anything. But I think it's worth mentioning. Um, but there's a journalist on there called AC Shilton, and she's really good at what she does. And on the missed podcast, because I got quite lonely and sad one day. Her uh, name is Air Conditioning Shilton. <laughs> Continue. There were some really good names on it, though, wasn't there? Yeah, it wasn't really like, good. Randy oh, Fe- Rocky Featherstone? Yeah, uh, it was Randy Featherstone. Randy, Randy uh, Featherstone. Uh, Odell Titsworth. And Odell Titsworth. I, I tweeted that from the Miss account saying, oh, Mick, Dan and I uh, have been watching some uh, uh, The Innocent Man, uh, some really funny names. But then, AC Shilton followed us and tweeted underneath that. And it was the best day in my life. And we should talk about all the other funny names. Like, oh, yeah, there's also this other funny name. But he died in the field from a drug overdose. I was like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, AC. Uh, uh, so funny. Oh, now we're BFFs. You're talking yeah. all this stuff all the time. So that's the ha- Yeah, I've got two two really cool people from documentaries following. Wow, Matt, you're so clever. Dan, I've got... Um, you like hit me on the leg today, don't you, Matt? I just get excited because yeah. I haven't seen you for a while. Sexy. All right, uh, I'm also quite tired. So, uh, Dan, yep. if I had a dog, I would call it Spaniel Rhodes. That's... Oh, that's really cute, actually. Yeah, that's really very- cute. It would be a, wouldn't be a spaniel, but like, no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's all the news I have for today. Uh, we are going to do uh, the next part of the. Odyssey. If I had a dog, I'd call it Spud. Spud horse. Wait, no, I just I just wanted. To, I thought we were sharing dog names. It's got nothing to do with you. I just wanted to say <laughs> that that's what I would call it. Oh, you could call it. What's a good Matt horse pun? That's uh, you think of that listener. Uh, why don't you email us some uh, Matt horse dogs names? Uh, they're quite good. Uh, or don't do that. Which, that's fine. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to, on to the next part of The Odyssey. Book 11. Welcome to The Odyssey. Where we meet a man stranded at sea. Searching for home with varying success. Why didn't he just book a National Express? Dan, do you like my new drink? by the way, did you? I made it myself. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was really good. Yeah, National Express one. Yeah. I laughed a lot at that. Oh. Ha ha ha! I did when I listened. How long? How long did it take you to make that one, Dan? I didn't make that one at all. You did that one. That was your own fault. You put that up on yourself. <laughs> anyway, Dan, what happened last time? Uh, oh, are we doing a roads recap? Roads recap. Okay, here we go. Can you do it? Um, but can you? I'll, I'll uh, can you do it? But rhyming couplets, please. 
Because you're very good you're at very good at running. Yeah, yeah. Like Atlas, Atlas, very good, yeah, very good at running. Odysseus. Yeah. Oh, I was going to be in chronological order, I guess. That's the whole point of a recap. <laughs> Odysseus. <laughs> Were you just stunned by the idea of a recap? Yes, I was, yeah. Before I even computed the rhyme. See, what uh, I find fascinating is that you can reel off facts like that, but any, anything creative is like, my brain hurts. I'm quite good at writing poems if you give me 10 to 12 days. Um, Odysseus... For, for one of these episodes, I'm going to have to actually sit down and actually write a rap for a recap. Yeah. That actually could be funny. And that, uh, re-rap. A re-rap. A re-Rhodes recap rap. Okay, here we go. Odysseus... I'm actually struggling to remember what happened. Can you tell me? Just, just, should I just tell you? No, no, just just whisper what happened. Do, do, what happened again? Right. Like, what's the it, what had the first part that happened? As in, like with uh, oh, Aeolus. <coughs> but should we give a Odysseus of context before we do? Okay, it? yeah, you give context. Now, All right. right. Basically, Odysseus is on his way home. He's being stranded over places. He's telling a story to the Phaeacian people. He's talked about his adventures with Polyphemus and uh, and now we're, uh, we're talking about his other adventures after the Cyclops Island. Yeah. So, he leaves the Cyclops Island, Polyphemus, goes to another island, there's Aeolus. Doesn't rhyme. Does rhyme. <laughs> Aeolus and Polyphemus. Polyphemus, Aeolus, Aeolus, Polyphemus. Okay. I'll allow it for time. It's a half rhyme, like orange and door hinge. <laughs> he gives them a bag of wind. Falls asleep at the sails. <laughs> sails and wind. Now I've got this. Falls asleep at the helm of the sails. Yo! <laughs> this is. Where's my. Fuck! <laughs> oh, I really thought I was gonna get further than two lines. <laughs> I don't think I've ever got further. <laughs> I don't think I've ever got further than two lines when I tried to do a rhyme and recap. And the first two rhymes, even, the first two lines didn't even rhyme. I kind of shoehorned that in. I really thought in my head then that wind would rhyme with something, and I could think of it quick enough. What the hell rhymes with wind? Bind? That's not a word. I kept wanting to say bind. <laughs> Wind, sind, <laughs> the best kind. Thing, they're all German words. I, I, <laughs> I, the best thing about that is just like I'm gonna leave that all in, like no editing whatsoever. It's just gonna be pure un- unfaltered roads right there. Wow. Okay. How really about, thought I could do that? Sorry, guys. Without delaying any further, how about you say? Should I actually do a serious recap? No. Now? Why, why don't you say a couple? Uh, you say a line, and I'll rhyme it. If so, we'll do the recap like that. And then you say a line, and I rhyme it. No, because that's too hard. <laughs> Okay, go on then, Matt. Well, you said the first line. Odysseus got given a bag of wind from Aeolus. Uh, it's a bit unfortunate because he found out there was a holus in, in the bag of wind. Come on, mate. See, Aeol- oh, come on. See, I actively made an effort to not rhyme words unless they made sense to the recap. Sorry. I could have made any words just sound right, but that wouldn't have been the point of the right, you know what? You know what? Scrap the recap. Right, he gets given a bag of goddamn wind. He uses the wind to blow the sails towards Ithaca, his homeland that he's been trying to get to all this time. He falls asleep because he's tired. Some of his crew members are like, hey, what, even in this, what else is in this bag? They open it up and let all the wind out. Wind goes all up, flipped up all over the goddamn place. 
the, the sails catch on to the wind, the, the uh, ship gets blown around back to Aeolus's island. They go back to Aeolus and say, hey man, can we have another bag of wind? Because we accidentally messed that one up. He says, are you kidding me? That took me ages to blow into that goddamn bag of wind. Fuck off. And then they're like, what? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Uh, and then he leaves, and then they go where? Uh, they go to the Lystragonians. And they are giant giants. And they basically crush them and eat them. They crush everyone. Eat, One eat. ship left. One ship left. Odysseus and his men escape on a ship. Then they go to... Circe. Circe. Not like the one from Game of Thrones. And basically, she turns some of his men into pigs. He, uh, then she uh, has coitus with Odysseus. Odysseus. Not Oedipus. Oedipus, different guy. Uh, and then basically saves her for a year. But then she helps him on his way. And but on before they're leaving, the young man comes up and dies. He dies, falls off a roof because he's drunk. And Don't be drunk on a roof. That's that's the one thing you take away from this podcast. I, thought, I finally thought of a, a rhyme for wind. Go. Oh, they opened up a bag of wind. Unfortunate because some of his men have sinned because they have no. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Only took us twenty minutes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. We really treat our listeners, don't we? We do. Uh, anyway, shall we go into book 11? The Book of the Dead. <laughs> so they're travelling to the underworld, Matt. Yes, and why are they doing that? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, because they have to speak to some guy, don't they? The Thebus. Not Thebanus. The Theban prophet Tiresias. Yes, that's correct. Thank yeah. you. And basically, they need instructions how to get home. And who was Tiresias? Just quickly recap. He's been in a few episodes. Yes, so uh, he is a uh, blind prophet who was a, a man that had been back as a man again. Uh, and he was the one that told Oedipus to... to uh, basically, he's, uh, he's like the Theban prophet, and he kind of works with the Theban kings. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, uh, he's now dead, but he still has his powers. He still has his powers. He's in the world. So we've been to the underworld a few times. So let's see how this um, journey... Goes. Let's see how his travels to the underworld go. And which other heroes have been? Um, we've had... Wait. Orpheus and Eurydice. Yep. The lovers. That were literally the dumbest people ever. Theseus as well. Theseus went there. Uh, who else as well? Um, Did um, Perseus went to the underworld? Yes. And uh, Prometheus and Brian. Yeah, Prometheus. Yeah, Brian the Eagle's down there. Whoop, whoop. Tantalus, he's in the underworld. Uh, yes, that's and Sisyphus as well. And Sisyphus, yeah. Alrighty, that's that's it. <laughs> that's and it. the boatman. Oh, Karen. Karen, I'm sure we'll but, meet him at some point. Yeah. Anyway, here is book eleven. Odysseus departed from Aea, Circe's island, and sailed to the ends of the earth in search of Hades realm. So just as a quick summary, as you know. So they think the earth is flat, idiots. Big. That's a weird noise. That's a weird noise that Matt just made. <laughs> I make a lot of weird noises. Do, yeah. When I'm by myself, I only realised this when I started living with other people at university. When I'm by myself, I make really kind of like, I get like, especially if I'm relaxing, I'm like, Ugh! I make really weird <laughs> noises. Like, if I were to lay back now, I would be like, Argh! you know what I mean? Mm. Anyway, uh, going to the underworld as a human being, that's crazy. Only, only a few heroes have managed to do it. So, so passing through the realm of the Sumerians, which the sun never illuminates, Odysseus and his men are arrived in the outskirts of Hades' kingdom. They disembarked and prepared a drink offering for the dead spirits in the shallow pit. Now, um, there's a really good documentary. Um, I can't remember the person who did it, but basically he followed Odysseus' adventures. It's on the BBC. Okay. It's really good. You should check it out. And like, uh, there's this one bit which is really precious, where he's like doing. He's at the site where it's supposed to be the underworld is, and he does like it. I think it's like you have to get like some, um, some alcohol, some wine, libation pouring, some honey, and it's like the blood of a goat. And and he's a quite a mild-mannered British man. He goes, 
I think we'll miss out that one. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll bless. Um, it was Simon Armitage. I Simon think? Armitage. Yeah, okay, I think he's a poet. Yes, and he wouldn't even know it. And also owned some urinals. Yeah. That's not true. But. That's not true. So, um, before leaving, Cersei gives uh, them p- the perfect instructions how to get to the Underworld. And Odysseus followed them instructions to the T. And Odysseus attracted the spirits of the dead with the blood of the sacrificed animals. While keeping the spirits away with his sword until Tiresias' arrival, Odysseus met the spirits of Elpinor. The guy who got drunk on a roof and broke his neck. Yes. And it's quite an emotional thing because, like, obviously he just he just he has just died as well. Yeah. So, and this is the only time he gets to say goodbye. Elpin explained that he was only a shadowy image of his former self, and begged Odysseus to bury him when his ship returned to Aea. Odysseus agreed to do so. Also, so they just left him, broke his neck. Like, ah, we'll get that. Ah, uh, we've got a plane to catch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plane to catch. We've got an energy and boat to catch. Yes, mate. Um. But uh, also, like, these spirits are like, ooh, and this is like, hold on, here's my sword, stay back. It's like, wait, aren't you, like, the spirit? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's true. that going to do? Tiresias appeared and warned Odysseus to keep his men away from the cattle of Helios on the island of Phrynesia. If Odysseus failed to do so, his companions would perish, and he himself would return home in a stranger's ship after enduring much hardship. Tiresias also informed Odysseus of the future adventures he would undergo after he had returned home and established order in his household. Tiresias finally explained to Odysseus that he could converse with any spirits whom he allowed to drink the blood of his offering. Essentially, uh, Tiresias is kind of giving him this synopsis for the rest of the Odyssey, yeah. what's going to happen to him. And basically, Tiresias gives... is right all of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically saying Odysseus can speak to anyone as well. Uh, so and not to let his men go to this cattle place yeah. which I'm sure he will do later on and that's why he ends up at Calypso we've basically just done it all now yeah yeah very much so uh, but also like, uh, so he knows what's happening as well uh, but it's also quite easy to get to an underworld apparently it's just yeah it like, really is you just got to sail to the end of the earth and yeah. then like drink some goat blood yeah <laughs> so if you were in the underworld then what things would you do uh, I'd find out famous dead people ask them about their lives Jimmy Savile. Yeah, Freddie Mercury, Muhammad Ali. Which three dead people would you visit? Is it would would you actually see Muhammad Ali? I think Muhammad Ali would be an interesting guy to talk to. Yeah, um, I what, think. What would you have in common? Oh, actually, you know what I might do. Actually, sorry, not so much modern people because I know we know about his life through biopics and stories and it's written about. Maybe like really old, like your Julius Caesars, people like that, like <laughs> old, yeah, like historical figures. See what they look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cleopatra, is she fit or not? <laughs> Dan, that's so that's, that's so immature. I'd obviously see Hitler. Yeah, yeah. we sidetracked massively. So anyway, they're in the underworld. Theresius has told him, here is what will happen. Is that what he speaks like? Yeah. All right, so after that... So, uh, Theresius helps and he departs into the shadows. Uh, Odysseus spoke with his mother, Anticlea. Now, he, he's been away from home a long time, about 15 years at this point, wow. and uh, he doesn't know his mum's died, so this is quite a shock for him. What happens next, Dan? After Theresius departed in the shadows, yeah. Odysseus spoke with his mother. Yeah, because she's died, right? Yeah. Anticlea told him of matters at home, and, she, and that she had died in her longing for him. When he had finished speaking with his mother, Odysseus began to interview the spirits of deceased queens 
whom Persephone, queen of the underworld, sent to greet Odysseus. Among the queens he met was Tryo, Tyro, the grandmother of Nestor, who lay secretly with Poseidon to conceive Nestor's father, Nelius. He also met Epicaeste, the mother of Oedipus. Oedipus, who slew his father and married his mother. Aww. Odysseus also met Nestor's mother, Clyros, whose daughter, Pyrrho's hand, was sought by the prophet Melampus. 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 Nalus had sent Melampus to steal Iphicles' cattle as a gift to win Pyrrho, but Iphicles captured Menepolus and forced him to prophesy for a full year before he released the Agor. Good God, so, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, so let's just retrack a little bit. So Odysseus finds out his mum's dead and he talks with her and uh, it's quite an emotional thing for Odysseus to kind of like, firstly find out his mum's died but also learn what's happening back home. Do you know what that scene is like? That is like in the, I don't know which one, Pirates of the Caribbean. Elizabeth Swan, really? played by Kieran Knightley, is on the ship and they see all the boats floating to the underworld and they notice, she notices, doesn't she, her father. And then she's like, Dad? And then he's like, oh, hey, I'm just going this way. And then she realises that he's obviously died. Yeah, in the, yeah. yeah. Wow, so that's three films you know about. So there's uh, Troy, uh, 300, and Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. <laughs> you uh, do a lot of research for the podcast. A lot of research. Uh, and so basically, this is kind of where Odysseus kind of sees all the famous people. In, in, he sees the ramifications of war. But, uh, but basically, seeing his mum uh, basically kind of gives him more incentive to get home. Get yep. home and sort things out. That being said, it's going to take a little while longer. So he meets all these different people as well. After that, Odysseus met Leda, the mother of Castor and Polydeuces. Uh, I think Leda and the Swan, isn't it? Leda and the Swan. Uh, he also saw Iphidemia, uh, who whose enormous children, Otis and Iphialtes, threatened the gods themselves until they were slain by Apollo. Among others met by Odysseus was Ariadne, the doomed lover of Theseus. Woo-hoo. Let's have that conversation. Um, oh, how's it going? How, how's things since... Uh, well, Ariadne. But yeah, if you okay, want. Sorry. So you're Odysseus? Yeah. Okay, go on. Ask me a question. Oh, how, how's things been with Theseus? I heard that Not good, actually. He left me on a goddamn mountain. Oh, you really sound like your dad. <laughs> a bit lower. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I Yes. <laughs> well, how's Humanus doing? I haven't spoken to him because, as I just explained, I've been on a goddamn island. Well, it's not just any goddamn island. It's probably the best. No, like, go- maybe she talks more like this. Oh, my God, that Theseus just, like, left me on this island. And I was, like, so lonely. And then I, like, turned around and I was like, babe. And he was, like, gone. He, like, sailed away. He said that he was leaving me for Dionysus. Yeah, like, he's, like, leaving me for this bitch or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, he told me to get some bread and water and whatever. And I was like, this is weird. This is just a service station. <laughs> the best service, service station. station. Peterborough service station. Where all your needs are satisfied. Ding! We should get them to sponsor, sponsor us. us yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he's speaking to all these people. <laughs> Odysseus is speaking to all these people. Basically, it's like a clip show of all of them. Yeah. You know, like in Jason and the Alphonse, it's kind of like touches them yeah. all. It's like in Harry Potter when he gets the Resurrection Stone <laughs> nope. and all of nope. his nope. ancestors come. It's exactly like that. Is it? It is, yeah. yeah wow. But you're really geeking out today with all the film references. Like... It's, uh, yeah, those really niche film references. Yeah, yeah. Pirates of the and <laughs> Harry Potter. Well, yeah, I saw this really niche film at the Sundance Festival. It's called Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> anyway, so he, he chats to Ariadne. They have a catch-up. In the midst of the catalogue, 
Odysseus suddenly brings his tale to a halt. Tired, he entreats the Phaeacians. So, so this is the stop breaking the narrative. So he stopped in terms of the underworld. He's talking. He's back at the party uh, yeah, right, from the, right, all the Phaeacians. Oh, hang on. So, okay. So, so we're now back to present day. He's present talking day. to the yeah. So, well, hold on the story. One second. He entreats the Phaeacians to allow him to sleep, so he might soon depart for Ithaca. Alcinous and Arete, highly impressed by Odysseus' storytelling, tell him that the Phaeacians will bestow even more treasure on their guest. Persuaded by the prospect of returning home with even further wealth, Odysseus agrees not to rush his homecoming. Uh, Alcanus also induces Odysseus to continue his story. I do like this story in the, the Odyssey where, like, it does play out a bit like how you'd imagine a modern day film. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, it starts off at the present day and then he goes back and then sometimes it comes forward to the present day. He's telling the story and then as he tells the story, we kind of like, it like goes back into the flashback of what actually happened. I think we have to remind ourselves that, that this is all being told from Odysseus' point of view. Why is this well. not a movie yet? The Odyssey. Well, there has been movies of it, but like it's quite it's quite yeah. hard to fit all this content in such a small. You know what yeah. I mean? We should we should write it. Missed just uh, Odyssey. Yeah. Anyway, so now where he's going, they've persuaded him to carry on. Tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the story. Also, like we we see that Odysseus is a. A lovely. Uh, he's he's kind of like this guy who he wants to be seen for his cunning and his uh, warm heart. But it's like, we'll give you more money if you do it. He's like, yeah, go on then. <laughs> so he's not as uh, lovely as we thought. Odysseus's tale resumes. After the queen's spirits departed, Odysseus was greeted by the spirit of Agamemnon himself. Who is Agamemnon? Agamemnon is the guy who invaded Menelaus's brother, who helped him invade Troy. Yes, and basically. Uh, he killed his daughter on the way to uh, Thingy and his yeah. uh, Clytemnestra killed him. Yeah. So he is the leader of the Achaeans. Who Achilles helped fight for. Yes. As you'll find out in a second, we're going to be seeing like, all these Trojan War heroes after the death as well. Oh, so this God. is a really... This is like... Uh, so the Odyssey is like kind of a sequel to the Iliad. So we get to see what happens to the rest of these people post-death as well. I feel like in the underworld. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, uh, this is like the first point we've seen these characters go as well because we've just seen them to their death but now we're seeing the extension of that as well um, Agamemnon told Odysseus of his murder by Aegisthus and Clytemnestra uh, his wife had also personally slain the pre- priestess Cassandra Agamemnon then wished Odysseus luck on his own homecoming envious that Penelope would be more faithful than Clytemnestra had been uh, yeah so uh, basically uh uh, Agamemnon's a bit slightly uh, bit, a little bit bitter here but anyway Odysseus next met Achilles and other deceased heroes from the Trojan conflict Achilles asked for news of his family and Odysseus informed the hero of his son Nepotopotolemonus bravery in <laughs> battle <laughs> sorry what was that name? Nepotopotolemonus sounds like um, uh, no it's ne- Neoptomus Neoptomus bravery in Neoptomus. battle Achilles, satisfied with Odysseus's news, strode away with pride. Among the Greek heroes present in the crowd was uh, Ajax, Telamonius, who had slain himself after Thetis, Achilles' mother, had chosen Odysseus to receive her son's armour instead of the brawny hero. Still angry even after death at Odysseus's victory, Ajax refused to answer Odysseus's entreaties to speak with him. Okay. So he's still bitter after death, Ajax. Yeah, because Ajax is a... I didn't know he killed himself uh, into the armor, but uh, uh, yeah. So he's a bit of a bit of a little prick there. However, I do want to pick up on some um, Achilles there because, like, uh, it doesn't really go into detail as much here. But like, 
What do you think Achilles is like in death? Because uh, well, I thought we had covered this when he died, which is that actually he wished that he was still alive. You're right, right, right. Because yeah. uh, uh, there's a famous quote where it says, basically, I'd rather be um, instead of the king of the dead, I would love to be a peasant of the land. Because it means yeah. that uh, he, he he fought his whole life to be an immortal warrior and get like. Um, you know, become this world famous, world greatest warrior, yeah. and like he would be honored by the gods for his battles. And then he died gloriously in war. And then he's like, actually, it's not worth it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. worth it, guys. And it's actually a genuine, sobering moment because yeah. man- he realizes he hasn't spent time with his mom or his son, or yeah. And he doesn't know what his son's fate is. And it, it's the first time we see this genuinely kind of harrowing view of war in in any of this. Instead of being glorious battle and people dying for such, we see death as like, wow, this is like. He, this uh, mournfulness and like sorrow and regret there. As maybe well. he's even sad that his. Actually, maybe he'd be sad that he's found out that his son is following the exact same path he did. Perhaps, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Being well, a in fact, Pyrrha. Pyr- yeah, Pyrrhus or uh, whatever. Uh, uh, he is quite quite a horrible version of that as well. So yeah, I think uh, I think that's something to bear in mind as well. I think we're going to enjoy this next paragraph, Dan. Turning aside from Ajax, Odysseus witnessed other souls in the land of the dead. He saw the spirit of Minos, here we go, who had become the judge of the dead. He also perceived Tantalus, who was denied the water and fruit that were constantly within his reach. He saw the anguished spirit of Sisyphus, who rolled an enormous boulder up a hill. But after he reached the summit, the rock rolled back to its point of ori- origin. So, um, um, so this, uh, I'm Odysseus, you're King Minos. Oh, nice to meet you, sir. Uh, uh, where about I go? Oh, you want to go down there and then turn on left? <laughs> Well, you, you really, like, you're more high-pitched than your daughter. I know, what a wench! <laughs> Did she talk to you about that stupid boy that left on an island? Blah, 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 yeah, we get it already, you're also dead. And, and you're a judge of the dead now? Yes, I am. And what does that entail? Judging things that are dead. <laughs> are you quite a good judge? Because you seem quite snappy. Yes, I'm very, very good at it, I'm very good at it. Uh, well, uh, who, um, would you judge me? Yes. Go on, then. You lived a terrible life, and you never quite achieved all the goals you set out to. Down there to the left. Wait, you're talking to Odysseus or Matt Horse? No, yeah, it was both. It was both. I was challenging both. That's the kind of car I am. That's how clever I am. Anyway, after that, Odysseus also meets... <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Your comedy is terrible, and I don't like it. This is a new comedy. This is a new comedy. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Him. You know, if I die and King Minus judges me, I'd be happy with that. That no, would be nice. Yeah. Um, well, actually, not if you... Anyway, who did he meet next? Uh, so he's met Tantalus and said, all the people that we mentioned earlier at the start of the episode that we thought might be in the yeah. other world. And by we thought we might be there because we know they're there. Odysseus also met a shadowy reflection of... Odysseus also met a shadowy reflection of Heracles, despite the fact that the demigod's true soul resided on Olympus. Heracles recalled the time when he, too, had visited the underworld while still alive. He had been forced to drag the dog Cerberus from the land of the dead. I forgot we forgot about about Hercules. Fearing that Persephone might punish him for lingering, Odysseus summoned his men to prepare their return to Aea. His ship sailed up the river, which had carried them to the underworld, and they had put it upon the open sea. That was the easiest trip into the underworld anyone has ever had. Nice and chilled, wasn't it? Oh, like, like Heracles is. I think secretly Heracles is really annoyed because he's like, um, yeah. When I was here, they made me drag a dog. 
A three-headed dog? A three-headed man The guardian dog. of the underworld. underworld. They made me drag him through the underworld, up a mountain, and out into the... And you just turned up. And, and we've all been, like, summoned to a meeting. Yeah. Oh, we've all got on... And office. Everyone, you've all got a 9am meeting with Odysseus, is basically what's happened. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. Got like, a, like it, you've all been summoned to the courtyard. To... Orpheus like, my girlfriend, I have to drag her up. And by a technicality, I wasn't allowed. And I got pecked to death. And like Perseus and Theseus just walked in there. But Odysseus, the what, the Grand Vulcan. And everyone like, comes and meets him. He's only really had to go to the entrance. Yeah. He's not even had to go all the way in. Well, you know, still counts. Uh, anyway, time to... Uh, time to... <laughs> I got it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Time to rank book 11 of the Odyssey. Myths. So welcome to the ranking section of Myths. This is where we mark stuff out of 40. And uh, we do it on four different categories, which you're going to find out in a second. And... By a second, I mean now. Life skills. Life skills. Things we've practically learnt. Okay, so we learned how to sail to the underworld. How to sail to the underworld. How to... Uh, Bring... How to speak to the dead. Yeah. How to be a pro... How to listen to a prophet. So this, this is basic. Oh, stuff, this yeah. is really not good, good life skills. Uh, essentially what happens is he talks to a lot of people. He just talks to a lot of people. This the only thing good. he does is go into the underworld. Uh, the rest of it's morals, I guess. Uh, uh, like, he sails. That's it. It's like a one or a two. I swear to I th- God. Should we put one? I think one. Yeah, honestly. All he's done is talk to loads of people. But then he did, has gone to the Wonderworld, so maybe that's a two. Okay, he's gone to the Wonderworld. That's a pretty big deal, too. There we go. Okay, so morals, the ethical things. And points of contention we have discussed. Ethical things we learned. Again, not a huge amount. Well, I think there's more. We learned uh, how to bury the dead and be pious. How to bury the dead. Uh, and also, like, to. Um, this emotional reaction to uh, seeing your mum for the last yeah. time. Uh, and your sense of duty to go home and fix things. Uh, yep. uh, you learn what you have to do in terms of how to get home as well. Uh, also, learn that death isn't as good as life, you know, like yeah. Achilles and stuff like that. Uh, other than that, not a lot. Basically, it's a lot of callbacks to other people. Other people, yeah. And it's him a clip just, show. Yeah, him just having a really weird interview. Yeah, and there's also other myths, like the Peros and Melampus and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to say maybe a five or a four. four. I think four. Oh, it's not a not a high scoring myth here. Creativity. So I think creativity. There's quite a lot here. Yeah, take us to the underworld. Um, all these callbacks and people coming back. I think that's a major thing here. It's quite so, creative. And uh, there's loads. Basically, we're touching all the different Greek heroes uh, in this as well. We see every all the stories are linked, and that's quite some major points right there. Yeah. So we have Theseus, Hercules, uh, like literally. Uh, Everyone has two people. <laughs> Oedipus. Uh, and there's also stories like, uh, as I mentioned, Peros and stuff like that, uh, segwayed in as well. But in terms, in, though there's a lot of different mentions, it doesn't really push anywhere. It's just kind of, mm-hmm. it's like Jason and the Argonauts, it just points to a lot of things. You go, hey, remember that? Hey, hey. I guess creative seeing Tiresias again, he has a 
role to play. I think that's different because if you have a character and there's a role to play, like Achilles is, I think that's different. But everyone else, apart from Achilles, his mum, and Tiresias, is not. They don't serve a purpose. Yeah. It's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I'm gonna say. Over a six. I think a six. Oh, I still think that's too high. But there's quite a lot. I think. But it's not that creative in the sense that, like, what's actually happened is it's just him in a room full of people talking. And that's not creative <laughs> to me. Like, anyone can just be like, oh, let's pull these characters in a room and get them to talk about things we already know they've done. But I think, in all fairness, I think this is a way for Odysseus to learn what's happened to them. And it's, it's, I guess it's more. It's a philosophical notion. It's more poignant, isn't it? It's for him to learn about his comrades and his men, if you know what I mean. He, he, he learned. It's quite a harrowing uh, tale of war and woe and the aftermath of surviving all this as well. Mm, I guess loss. it's an emotional. It's a literally emotional journey for him to go through all this as well and to learn the things he's doing as well. But having the strength to go on as well, there's that mm. resilience. Yeah. So especially, I, especially finding out your mum's just died. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think six is fair, but I'm happy to. Can well, we do five? Do you reckon if I, but there's, it's there's pretty. Is it, is it above average creativity? I th- are there different I, layers? Is there yeah, a different narrative? There is. is there different layers, Matt? But the fact that it's gone to the underworld, yeah, and then talk to a bunch of guys, yeah. But I think that the what way- else happens? Tell me what else happens other than him going to the underworld and just talking to some people. Uh he is, and that's why I don't think it's as creative. Five, five. Wow, hard baller, Dan. Hard baller. Mm-hmm. Uh, WTF? Already, I think it's quite low. Mm, low. As low as the goo. Oh, man. All the rhymes today. <laughs> Wind? Bin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, blood offerings? Blood offerings. That's pretty messed up. Got a drink of goat's the, blood. The fact that he just, wa- he just wandered in there and... Yeah, how easy it was for him is actually genuinely a double T- w- WTF. That was a weird thing. <laughs> a WTM. <laughs> WTM. Uh, the fact that he doesn't really try to do anything. He, he just, uh, again, this is a moment where we see uh, Odysseus being vain, if you know what I mean. He's just doing it for himself. And how much he's helped by the gods again. He just wandered in and everyone was like, oh, Odysseus is here, everyone. You've got to go give him your life story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Oh, another thing for creative, the fact that the pause in the story, I think mean, that's quite cool. Yeah, that's quite creative, actually, as from a narrative point of view. Can we change it to a six? No, no it's still a five. Okay. The, the fact that Odysseus uh, is doing stuff for money, I guess. But, yeah, I, I'm going to say a two, dude. It's, Go on, put a two. Wait, is it even two no, or I one? Think, I think it's a one or a two. The only reason I would give it a two is because of how easy it is for him to wander into the underworld. But it's a WTF. Nah, right? it's a one. Wow. Wow, guys. This might be all-time low. So, 2 plus 4 plus 5 plus 1 equals 12. 12 points. Right, so how does that compare with the rest? Because uh, we've also... I think it might be joint bottom with uh, Troy, Apollo, and Cassandra. Well, so we have a joint bottom one. Interesting. Well, it's... Yeah. But, not really. Look, that was like a weird segue book, I guess. In all fairness, we're doing like book eleven by itself. So imagine this happens like this is the same amount of length for Polyphemus or the, and the previous book as well. So I think, or with the first episode that was like four books, and then the second one was four books as well. So we, we're going to spread that over a course of an episode. So of course it's going to be slightly thinner. But then again, I think that this yeah, it's worth doing by itself because it's a whole chapter. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, Daniel, um, we we should uh, depart from this realm uh, soon. Not until you're in the ward. <laughs> but uh, that was a little joke. Uh, Dan and I thought, as a as a little uh, gift from this podcast, we should uh, we should record live from the in the world. But it requires one of us dying. Yeah, it requires a visa. Yeah, <laughs> I got death visa. Uh, Dan, uh, if you were not in the underworld and you wanted to get in touch with us, what would you do? I would email mythspodcast.gmail.com. Okay, if you were in the underworld, how do you get in contact with us? I would probably haunt the living shit out of you. Yeah, if you were a ghost, would you haunt me? Oh, for sure, yeah. What, would you, what kind of things would you do? I would probably... I think I would do really annoying things, like, just before a gig, I would, like, make your, like, notes disappear so you can't find them. In all fairness, that's what happens to me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen me gig? It's very chaotic. Yeah. Uh, if I, I play a... your guitars at night when you're oh, sleeping. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. I like that, yeah. But you just play the Miss song. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what? I told you I did most of the writing of this song. <laughs> yeah. uh, I um, if I, I think I'm stuff I would do if I haunted you. I'd leave like stuff we've watched together on like on Netflix and we just turn on the TV at night. That'd be creepy, like, yeah. Uh, also, like like stuff like you know you've turned like you think you've locked the door but it's unlocked, or like you've turned off the light in the room but it's turned on. Ooh. It's also fuck your girlfriend as well. Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> you? Not really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, Matt, if you wanted to get in a contact with us on social media, how would you do it? I would go into uh, any, either Facebook or Twitter, but not Instagram, uh, and I would look at Miss Podcast, at Miss Podcast. Perfect. Um, I would also give people, I would also give us five stars on iTunes if I enjoyed this, because it helps other people enjoy the podcast too. And if you really enjoy this podcast, uh, the first thing you can do is tell a stranger, uh, <laughs> or tell a friend, it doesn't have to be, just tell a person. Uh, or if you really, really like this, right, you can give us either a one-off donation on my Kofi account, or you can give us a, a recurring donation through Patreon. All that is uh, in the episode description below. All right, Daniel, should we um, should we go off for another week? Let's go off. What do you reckon they do about us? I have no idea. Do you reckon they probably have us? fun? <laughs> <laughs> is this a chore for them? It's like, oh, go, oh, go listen to those. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. We love you lots, and... Hope you don't go to the underworld soon. Bye. Myths. 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 I'd obviously see Hitler. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't see Hitler. He's not my. He's my second favorite Austrian. Who's your favorite? Joseph Fritzl. Okay. <laughs> that was a callback. <laughs> Kinda. Not really. It was a horrible joke. Anyway. Uh... <laughs>